Welcome to Inside the Disney Vault. This is the podcast where we watched all of the Disney animated classics, and then we watched all of the Pixar movies, and then we started down the DCOM road, and we have something special today. (laughs) I'm Claire. I'm Oscar. I'm Rachel. I wasn't sure where to put the the new little addition, but anyway, what do you see in this new special part of the vault that we've uncovered? Um, I see cheese. Ah, <laughs> yes. yes. Oh my gosh, yes, yes, yes. I see We're... a bunch of pirates. Pirates. Okay. Um, I see a bunch of really gooey caramel. I mean, obviously, we are talking about uh, Disney Afternoon that we cobbled together. Yes. Yeah, Claire. So, talk about that for a second. What? What? What are the three shorts that we're watching, and why did we decide these shorts? Uh, Okay, so episodes. So um, right, they're not shorts; they're full-on episodes. The Disney (laughs) Afternoon was a period of time when there were a lot of um, famous cartoons that remain popular to this day, such as your Ducktales, your Darkwing Duck, your uh, Gargoyles, your Tailspin, your Rescue Rangers, etc., etc. So we thought it would be fun to choose a few of them to watch and chat about because we're getting so much cool content, including the new Chip and Dale movie. And the fun thing about this is we had our patrons choose which episodes we were going to watch. Mm-hmm. And those episodes are the pilot episode of uh, DuckTales, uh, Rescue Rangers, and Gargoyles. And I can tell you what those are called in just a moment. Okay, so... The first one we'll be talking about today is DuckTales. It's called Don't Give Up the Ship. That's right. And so this is the original DuckTales, because I know that there there's this one that premiered in 1987, and then, of course, there is also the revamp of DuckTales. So there's a lot of DuckTales content. I think some of these also have films, um, feature length, or maybe straight yeah. to video. Um, So there's a lot of content out there, but we thought it would be fun to go back to the beginning. So just to recap what this little episode is about, I'll give you a summary. Uh, Part one of The Treasure of the Golden Suns, Donald Duck joins the Navy and sends his nephews Huey, Dewey, and Louie off to live with his uncle Scrooge McDuck. Meanwhile, a mysterious man named El Capitan busts the Beagle Boys out of jail to help him steal an awkward treasure map in Scrooge's possession. An What's awkward, an awkward treasure map. I'm just reading. I don't know what that means. Interesting. Where are you reading this from? Wikipedia. Oh. Okay, so whoever wrote that in yeah. Wikipedia thought it was an awkward treasure map. I honestly don't remember the treasure map now that we're talking about it because we did a live watch party for this and it mm. was um, not immediate in my memory. <laughs> it was not immediately preceding this, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the awkward treasure map is the ship. There was a treasure map in the ship. That's why everyone wanted this, I mean, this ship. I guess yeah, that's awkward. In a, was it in a bottle? Oh, yeah. It wasn't in a oh, bottle, it? but it's, yeah, I guess it's the treasure map in the ship. Yeah. Maybe I would call it an unconventional treasure map. Yeah, mm. awkward feels a little Gen Z <laughs> filler for anything that's weird. <laughs> oh, my awkward. God, that treasure map was so awkward. So awkward. How awkward. No, that's like a millennial thing to say. That was so awkward. So awkward and like so random. Yeah. Random. So awkward. I'm just triggered by watching like mid 2000s (laughs) DCOMs. So, what did you both think of this episode? The very Um, first DuckTales. It, uh, uh, well, unlike another show that immediately just jumps into the action, this one kind of sets up the reason why Hu- Huey, Dewey, and Louie are with Scrooge. 
And I feel like that's it. That's what they do with the newer version of DuckTales, too, because they have Donald dropping them off, being like, mm. look, now they're your problem. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and I remember in our watch party, we talked about the um, the family tree of the ducks in the Disney universe. Yes. So we have Donald, who has a sister, and then his sister is the one who it has Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And then Donald and his sister, their uncle is Scrooge. So Scrooge is Huey, right. Dewey, and Louie's great uncle. Yes. I yes. see. Yes. Yeah. And interesting, um, I would say Donald seems a little different in this as well. He seems like more loving and calm than we've seen Donald in other media. But maybe we're just seeing a new side of him. Yeah. he's Uncle Donald. You know, Donald isn't always the grumpy Donald that yeah. you, we only see him sometimes in his bad days. But Donald's actually a very pleasant, wonderful character. Yeah. 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 And I think Donald is just constantly get he gets shat on all the time. Yeah. And, you know, if I was if I live my life like Donald where stuff just happens to him, I'd be pretty pissed, too. Yeah. But you get a you get a glimpse of that even here when he writes a letter to Huey, Louie and Dewey about him being like a sailor and like <laughs> nothing working out for Donald. And it's like, uh oh, here we go. But despite all that, Donald seemed very put together, very professional, mm-hmm. very uncle mode. Now, do we know Donald's sister's name? Huey, Louie, and Dewey's um, mom? Uh, I knew it while we were watching it because I Googled it, but I already forgot it. And someone in our... Oh, it's Della Duck. Della Duck, that's it. Della Duck, okay. D. And Daisy and Donald are not related, correct? They are dating. No, they're dating. Gross. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what this whole... I mean, it's very complicated, this Disney family tree thing. Gross. <laughs> I think also like in cartoons, it's this very because also like Tiny Toons did it too, where like characters can't have children. Like Donald and Mickey, they they don't have kids unless. Wait, I might be wrong with Mickey. Does Mickey no. have a kid? No. Maybe in the Christmas Carol he did. Oh, but that's only oh, one. that sounds right. Yeah, but it's for some reason they're like we can't have them being parents so the closest thing is like making them uncles or aunts i guess is it maybe they just want them all to be sort of frozen in time so whenever you're watching something all like there are no variables but they no, can I add think it's because they don't want you to think that mickey generated children you know what i mean like but a he... stork didn't visit them <laughs> like in dumbo yeah <laughs> they don't want people wondering how did they get kids mm. but yeah. then what about huey dewey and louie well, other people, other characters can, but not, you know, our sacred Fab Five. They can't have kids. You I know see. what I mean? And who would you include in the Fab Five? Though it's not who I'm including. It's who are the Fab Five. Oh, who are who are the five? I don't know the, who the five five are. Oh, it's Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, and Pluto. Wow. No Daisy? Damn. Okay, no. so I guess Daisy could be like. I'm a liberated woman. I can have sex whoever I want with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's I guess. She's a loyal woman. I mean. She's a loyal I, woman. She is. Yeah. How? Yeah, interesting. I wonder when Daisy was added to the crew, because it seems like she must have been added later. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, so anyway, back to this episode. Um, we had some fun antics. We had a candy factory. We had oh, some yeah. villains on the run. We had, I think we had a jailbreak, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. What were the, the name Beagle of the villains Boys. again? The Beagle, the Beagle Boys. Boys. Yeah. Somebody They're... was mentioning that it was, it looked, some. they looked like the Cookie Crisp. <laughs> oh, that was oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Well, okay. I, I and it's just because they have the the you know the mask on their so, face. So yeah, like the older like Cookie Crisp logo has yeah the burglar mask. Oh, like the and hamburger. that's what I was conflating it with in my mind. And because I've definitely seen the Beagle Boys, so I guess in my mind it just kind of jumbled oh, it all. Oh, I see. I can kind of see it. Yeah, <laughs> the no, older this is one. Very, this is very not much a Mandela wolf. effect. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just yes. Not all masks. You know, just because they're wearing masks, don't mean that they're the same person. Claire. Wow. <laughs> I mean, the masks just work too well. I couldn't yeah, I guess tell. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> Couldn't tell who it was. Claire has mask blindness. It's like glasses on Clark Kent. I am terrible at a masquerade. I don't know who anybody is. Um, yeah, but I do think it's kind of cool that we get a story of how DuckTales came to be, you know? Like, yeah. I do like the fact of Scrooge McDuck being so... But he gets a little arc in the pilot, too, which I really liked. He was this, like, mean old stingy one percenter, which, boo. But then he, like, learns that he, like, really loves his nephews and wants to hang out with them. Because he, like, he he gets frustrated with them because they he thinks that they're taking his ship when, in fact, they're trying to save the ship from uh, the Beagle Boys. And he tries to give them, like, what is the Boy Scout version in DuckTales again? Oh, yeah. They're wearing, like, Davy Crockett Scouts, hats. something like that. Something Scouts, yeah. But um, he, like, tr- he's planning to send them away to boarding school. But then, you know, he has a change of heart, which I think is really cool. And in a pilot, I think it's really well done. I don't know. It was, I was very impressed with the pilot. Yeah. Yeah, it is nice to see those varying degrees of the characters within the first episode because he did start out so mean and it didn't make any sense that these kids would be sent to him. Mm-hmm. But then toward the end, he was pretty fun. And of course, I mean, he's got his, uh, money pit. Yeah. The iconic swimming, discuss. swimming pool made out of coins bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. incredible. Uh, and Claire, you had a realization that Scrooge is Scrooge. Oh my God. <laughs> you mean when I went, Oh, Scrooge McDuck is Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> it's, I think, um, well, first of all, I uh, can't believe I didn't realize that. Second of all, I say it's because it's not Christmas themed. So that's why it didn't register my brain. But also, maybe I'm just very dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sure there are people listening to this podcast being like, oh, wow, I didn't catch that either. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, you, so. you're doing people a bit, uh, you know, a big favor. Oh, I'm yeah. Now I want to ask you both: Have you seen the episode, like the future episodes of Ducktales? Does the show get better? Like, what what's the format of the show after that? Is it like they go on different traveling adventures? Because yeah. according from like from the theme song and opening number, which slaps, by the way, it seems like very Indiana Jones. Like they go all around the world just trying to like get treasure yeah they go on different adventures um and yeah it's basically like whoa this thingy and then we go get this and there's the beagle boys there's all these different villains too because there's also like a uh like a, a sassy duck lady who looks like uh Daisy? Is it Daisy? No, no, no. She's got like a bob haircut. Honestly, oh, she's no. fierce. I think oh. she has an accent, right? I she, know. I think I know who you're talking about. Let me see if I can find her. She gives me like um like she wears all black and Is I'm, she your favorite villain on the show? No, but she's memorable. Oh. Actually Who's your favorite I villain? probably I don't remember any of the villains. I haven't seen this in so long. <laughs> Um, cause it's from the eighties, but I have seen the most recent DuckTales and I like that show a lot, but it is different because I think it's more, it's quicker. I've realized that the shows from the eighties and the nineties were a lot slower and the mm-hmm. ones nowadays are more like fast paced and really throwing in a lot of the jokes. Okay. Her name yeah. is Magica Dispel. Okay. Yeah. She's like a witch. She's That's amazing. Incredible. That sounds like a drag queen. Uh, yeah. Yes. She's amazing. She looks, she reminds me a bit of Elvira. That's what I was going to say. I couldn't come to my brain, but yeah, yeah she's because she has an accent and she's like, kind of like, I'm like a witchy lady. She's cool. Mm. Oh, an Italian sorceress. Oh, she's a, ta- that's oh, the Italian. accent. I guess. Oh, I love, um, to answer Italian your question, Oscar, I do not remember specifically anything about DuckTales. All of it felt very familiar watching it, but I cannot tell you what any other episodes are about. There's also another little girl duck who comes in later, and I remember really liking her a lot. Is it Webby? Yeah, Webby. She's cute. Webby. Okay. Okay, DuckTales Extended Universe. So out of five awkward ships 
how many awkward ships would you give this pilot of DuckTales? And would you continue watching DuckTales after the, watching this episode? Um, you know what? Yeah, yes. And I think I would give it, I would give it five because I wanted to continue. Ooh. Because actually this was like a first part and I wanted to know what happens next. And I think it was really strong uh, as, a, as a pilot. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I felt like it was it was good. It set up the universe of DuckTales. I mean, just like any kind of like we're setting the backstory. It's kind of like, you know, that's not as much fun as like when you're really getting into it. I feel like maybe later episodes of DuckTales, once they get into the groove of it, will be better. Uh, but I enjoyed it a lot. It was fun. Um, the candy factory was fun. Um, so I'm going to give this actually a three awkward ships. Mm -hmm. Um, it did. I don't know if I would keep watching it, like, like pay attention, watch it, but I feel like it's a good throw in the background. It did make me want to watch the newer version of DuckTales. I see. Oh. Yeah. Um, I thought this pilot was really well done for a pilot. I mean, it tells us the story of the catalyst of the show, which I appreciated very much. It is a bit slower paced than most cartoons, especially like you, you said, like nowadays, like I think cartoons back in the day were like really weirdly paced. Um, so I think it suffers from that. However, I will say the characters are fun. They're memorable. The Beagle Boys are kind of fun. Uh, I thought there were some really funny stuff in there like uh there was a lot of duck puns that i really enjoyed like there were moments where i was like oh, okay this is like smarter than like a you know sort of just like by the numbers cartoons for children so i'm gonna give it a four out of five awkward ships um i am very interested to watch the show some more of the show because I, th I think i'd be into it i mean i didn't watch it as a kid but um i would probably watch it now amazing I love yeah. it. Damn. Now from DuckTales, we move on to our second featured cartoon, yes. which is a little later. This uh, this started in 1990? 1989, uh, right? 1989, yes. Oh, 1989. Oh, so we still in the 80s So just before, yes. Yeah, Taylor uh, Swift. This is Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers. Chip, Chip, Chip and Dale. And again, we watch the pilot, and this one's called Pirate Sea under the seas That's they really mouthful. thought that name was great they're like ah ha ha this is so great <laughs> yeah i had to redo it because i realized it's a pun uh so okay so the um summary for this is in the first episode of the series the rescue rangers discover a sunken pirate ship and a huge cargo of gold along with a crew of pirate rats who have forgotten about the life above the surface wow mm. wow Sounds this, somber. I mean, <laughs> yeah. According to Wikipedia, somber. it's a sad episode. Yeah, well, whoever um, wrote this was a very sad person. Yeah, sad. Well, we, and we Awkward. did roll right in. And so this episode was interesting because I think we all agreed it did not feel like any kind of introduction to these characters or the world. We just, like, popped right in. I think we started on the sea. We were already on an adventure mm -hmm. um and we met all the characters and we don't really know their relation to each other but we have chippendale uh monterey jack gadget and zipper yeah zipper, zipper. gadget and zipper are the best characters I they're think. so fun um yeah you're totally right claire this this did not feel like a pilot to me this felt like episode 10 or 12 of a series especially because we don't have the context as viewers as to what the heck Mm -hmm. Chippendale's Rescue Rangers actually are, you know, Ch besides the theme song, which is just like whenever you're in trouble, they'll show up. But another banger of a theme show, song. An another another series banger. But this didn't prove that at all. Like I would have expected the pilot to be like someone's in trouble and they go. They accidentally went right. to like the trash bin and found these yeah. sea rats. They um, fell they into their mission. They didn't exactly. Really... Yeah, I don't know. I like this. If you were to ask me what a typical Rescue Rangers episode was like, I don't think this episode was a good indicator. Mm hmm. Yeah. And and this one, I think that 
like the vibe of this, I think you said during the watch Oscar was it was just like chaotic. It was oh, just yeah. so much so much action on top of action. Yeah. It was it was a lot. So very much paced in a very fast way as opposed to the DuckTales episode. Yeah. And Chip was a hundred percent Alvin in the Chipmunks voice. Absolutely. The same exact voice. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, I think we realized that too. It was different content. though, so that was nice. But it was a hundred percent Alvin from Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, interesting. So Chip is voiced by Tress McNeil, and Dale's voiced by Corey Burton. And uh, Tress McNeil also voices Gadget. Yeah. So oh. I did not realize she voiced them both. She also voices Daisy Duck. <gasps> yes, she is iconic. Ooh. She's incredible. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, and then in the episode, we have them fighting. The big bad was this octopus. Well, it was a squid, but we all know that it was an octopus. It had a beak. It had a beak. A weirdly placed beak, because usually the beak is an, oct- an octopi beak is underneath the tentacles, typically, because mm-hmm. they do have beaks. But this one no was idea. moved right up next to the eye, so it would look like a face. It you know, they took a lot bird. of liberties with this squid. Yeah, it looked like a bird fish. Um you know, and I'm mad about it. I'm mad about it. I'm mad about people confusing squids and octopus. Uh, inaccurate, I would say. No, Not educational. As someone, as someone who loves octopi, you know, they ain't squids. Squids look very different. Mm-hmm. True. You know? Yeah. You never know, though. The ocean is huge and we haven't discovered everything, so that could be an actual, like, creature. <laughs> so... That's true, but then to misname it as an as a squid, it I'd could be, be a squid though that looks like that. It, look, we don't it's know. It's not Chippendale scientist rangers. It's Why not? <laughs> <laughs> That's Why for not? our next episode in this extended chipmunk universe. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think overall, I think the pace of it was very quick. It's sort of like, it's sort of like we saw the Ducktales pilot and was like, we could watch this faster paced show and they were like oh y'all want it fast and then they turned it up to 11 and we're like whoa our heads are spinning so for me it was like whoa let's swing the pendulum back to equilibrium here because it was way too fast paced for me and i love fast paced stuff so i don't know how y'all felt about that yeah oh it was too much for me yeah um i do i remember seeing the pirates though and thinking that they looked exactly like the characters from great mouse detective that Mm -hmm. were with radigan and one of the pirate there was a pirate lady oh she was so great and she was really great but she got no lines so yeah yeah Mm. justice for ms pirate for Mm -hmm. sure also i feel like wouldn't it behoove i felt like chippendale's rescue rangers should have been like the Grace Mouse Detective TV show, or it should have been the Rescuers TV show, only because they dealt with similar themes. Like, I, I feel like if you have, if this was the same pilot, same plot, exactly the same plot, but instead of Chippendale Rescue Rangers, you put the Rescuers, Yeah, that I would mean, make more sense. Even They even have the fly that's very similar to the Rescuers. I... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they wanted to do a show for Chip and Dale, though. And this right. is what they came up with. So, Which is so interesting because we know Chip and Dale from like the <gasps> 60s, oh. 70s cartoons. Uh, I don't know why they why they were like, like I mean, I guess they're, they're very fun. Their, their dynamic is very fun. But I'm like, why couldn't it have been um, Bianca and what's his name? Bernard? Yeah. Yes. So wow. I was trying to find that out if there there was any um, backstory on why these, and I did, I did just find that there was a preview episode called Catteries Not Included, uh, that premiered on August twenty seventh, nineteen eighty eight. So maybe there's a little more setup in that one. Oh. Um, but it was unaired. Uh, it it did air, uh, but I think that it just was separate from the rest of it. Because this, yes, this premiered, um, like, six months later. So was it, like, the Tangled thing where it was, like, a setup and then the actual show was later? Maybe. Maybe. I'll have to look into that. Um, You know, as a kid, we ain't blinking twice. If it's fun in a cartoon, (laughs) we don't care that if it's an efficient pilot or not. But as grown-ass adults, 
<laughs> I want a story. I want to know how they all got together, how yeah. they became the Rescue yeah. Rangers. Is this an approved organization by somebody? Right. Is this backed by the United Nations, like the yes. rescuers? I want to know. Show me headquarters. I need to see an alarm go off. We need to answer the call, figure out what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? I feel like The Rescuers was supposed to be a TV show at one point. Did you all just say that? Is that why it's coming to my brain? I, I said like... it should have been The Rescuers. Yeah, because but... now I'm feeling like a fun fact from way back is coming back. But maybe... maybe they thought of doing a Rescuers show, but then realized that they needed to add Chip and Dale in instead because they wanted to promote Chip and Dale. Or maybe Chip and right. Dale was like more of a name also also age appropriate like let's be real who's which kid's gonna watch a married couple go on an adventure i mean that would be dope for me like watching them do it but i feel like chip and dales is more like of a 80s 90s it just feels very much a product of its time well and it's like even the way they're dressed one is dressed like indiana jones and the other is magnum pi so it's like very yeah it's very of the 80s Mm mm-hmm um, yeah, so, Bianca would never wear a Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. Are you kidding me? Oh, but she'd look so cute in the leather jacket. Yeah. <laughs> she would. She would. She would. Okay, so let's rate this. Out of five blocks of cheese, how many blocks of cheese do we give this pilot of Chippendale's Rescue Rangers? For me... Um, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I felt like it, it was too rushed. I didn't know what was going on. It was too chaotic. Um, so it wasn't that much fun for me. So I'm going to give this a two blocks of cheese. Um, sadly. Um, also, it didn't really make me want to keep watching the show. Ooh, I mean, I would throw it. It It's kind of like DuckTales where I would just throw it on the background, but I wouldn't really pay attention because I feel like all the episodes are like this, where like they get into a chaotic situation and then whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The jokes yeah. weren't... It wasn't very funny to me, yeah, which is I what I like in a cartoon. So I'm just like, no, it's cute. I like the theme song a lot. That's it. Yeah, I remember really liking this one as a kid. Um, Maybe it was because of the fast pace, but I don't know. Maybe this just wasn't the best episode to start with, but um, it did feel very, uh, very crazy. And also, I think Chip and Dale themselves were not very fun. It was like they were just arguing a bunch, and that wasn't fun to watch. Um, however, the theme song is a banger, and I am sure there's more fun where this came from. Also, Gadget and Zipper, love them. Uh, what a what a what a smart person, always getting them out of jams. Um, so I'm gonna get it two point five. Yeah, you know, like Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers was like my third favorite Disney afternoon cartoon. Growing up, I was, like, really invested in it. I loved Gadget and Zipper. They were my favorite characters as a kid. Now as an adult, it's kind of weird. I, again, like, the pay, it just didn't feel like a good pilot. It was still, like, fun to watch, I guess. All the characters, the Rescue Rangers are fun characters. I will say I'm a little tired, and this is just a general grievance that I have, of female-identifying characters being the voice of reason Mm. and not being the fun, silly, stupid ones and all the boys being the silly, stupid ones, you know? Yeah, let us be stupid. And I feel like Gadget... Yeah, I feel like Gadget, like, was cool and smart, but also, like, I feel like she's just like, okay, boys, settle down. It's just like, oh, man. And I guess it's just a product of its time, you know? Uh, But if there was a Chippendales Rescue Rangers remake, I mean... This, there's a movie, obviously. Uh, but I don't know if Gadget's in it because I, I haven't seen it. Um, I hope she gets to be a little sillier in it. Um, and, uh, yeah. But overall, I, I did I didn't hate it. It was, like, fine. Not the most um, sort of engaging pilot episode. Like, I wouldn't watch this episode and be like, I'm so excited to see the Rescue Rangers. Mm-hmm. So with that, I'm going to give it three three chunks of cheese all right yeah. mm-hmm. 
So our next episode is a huge tone shift, okay? Oh, yeah. We watched Gargoyles, and we watched the pilot, which is called Awakening Part 1, which is actually one of a five-part series. Ooh, baby. Which is essentially a feature-length film about the origin of the Gargoyles. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot. So this premiered on October 24th, 1994, uh, and... <laughs> this uh, is a little bit long, but I will read it to you dramatically. In the year 994, a medieval castle in Scotland is attacked by Vikings, but they are repelled by guards with help of gargoyles, a race of winged creatures that come to life at night but sleep during the day as stone statues. While the captain of the guards sees them as heroes and defenders of the castle, the princess, the magus, and others feel revulsion towards them. Goliath <laughs> and his mentor go after the Vikings before they regroup, but find out it was a diversion and caught by daybreak outside the castle. The castle is then attacked by Vikings and is betrayed by the captain of the guards who let them inside. When Goliath returns the night, next night, he finds all gargoyles on the walls are smashed and the castle is raised. Yeah. Yeah, it's raised. Because then they cut back to 1994 and it's like on top of this skyscraper. It moves from Scotland to uh, New York City and then this cop... This blue-haired cop, beautiful blue-haired cop, shows up, and all the all the stones are crumbling. They I think that's how it starts, and then we see the flashback, actually. Yeah. I got yeah. confused because raised is not spelled like that. Oh, Wikipedia. Tus, I'm, tus, I'm like, tus. is this a word I don't know? This one was a dum-dum. Yeah, you know, we got we a got sad a, person, a dum-dum, and a And an awkward... I mean, they might know something I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Something I don't know. Basically, we get introduced to the gargoyles who are guarding this castle thingy, but the people that they're guarding are ungrateful buttholes. And yeah, and then they get betrayed by the Vikings and then smashed. But Goliath was away. And they're kind of like they have like um like the the Sanderson sisters where when the sun comes up they turn into stone. So yes. no matter where they are. So Goliath was way, which was lucky. And then also because the other gargoyles were um, attacked, the people that were ungrateful, they got sent away to time out, which was good because then they survived. It saved their lives. Actually. It saved their lives. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's talk about these gargoyles a little bit. So we got the head honcho, um, Goliath, right? And he looks yeah. menacing as hell. I think he has a mullet, which I think is very, very funny. Voice by oh, Dr. Facilier. So cool. I'm sorry? Voice oh, voice by, by Dr. Facilier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, okay, you know, so he's menacing as hell because Dr. Facilier has a great voice. Yeah. Um, and he is, um, he's like the leader of the gargoyles. He's the only one with a name that I think is very, very interesting because the other ones don't have names just yet. Oh. Um, but then we but. have, who are the, who's the other gargoyle? Brooklyn, who is uh, the the brown, the red brown one with yeah. the beak, has a little yeah. like, beak looking thing, also with a mullet on. The mullets were big in the 90s. Yeah, um, the hair was, well, it was, I felt like the hair was giving me very 80s though because the woman's hair was very like jazzercise oh, teacher you're totally right even her outfit felt very jazzercise <gasps> yeah oh yeah yeah so i'm like this this show definitely was produced in the 80s but didn't air until the 90s you 90s, know what i mean you're right what was the lady gargoyle's name lady mm. gargoyle i mean we didn't we don't know because she wasn't named so we would have to watch the rest of the Gargoyles miniseries yeah. episodes to find out what her name was. And the cop lady in the future was giving me April O'Neil vibes. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, people who are familiar with the Batman animated series, she looked exactly like Renee Montoya, which I thought mm. was really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's Bronx, which is the dog-looking gargoyle. Um, who was everyone's favorite gargoyle? Mmm... I like I the did. silly one that like to eat. Uh-huh. I think <laughs> his name was Lexington. 
I don't know. I'm trying to find a list of the characters here. Let's also, see. what we realized when we were watching it is that a lot of the voice actors are from Star Trek. Yes. Yeah. Which yes. is very exciting. Because Riker. How cool is that? I, I wonder how that happened. Is a character. Orf, oh, no. Your Broadway is the guy who likes to eat. Lexington oh. is my favorite, which is the little one, uh, the little green one. Oh, okay. I like mm-hmm. I I like characters that like to eat. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why there are so many from Star Trek. I don't know if there's a reason like the there might be a connection of like a creator. Well, they all have great voices, character. you know what I mean? They're yeah. like very they're all like theater trained voices and I think if you're casting for gargoyles, they have to sound intimidating and really just like cool. So, yeah. Also the guy who owns the castle. I mean, I did t- I did see the rest of the miniseries after we watched the first episode because I truly wanted to watch the rest of it. And uh, the guy who plays the guy who owns the castle in the future is voiced by Stryker and looks exactly like Stryker. So I think that's actually really funny. Riker, Riker. Did I say Stryker? You said Stryker. Riker. He sits down by putting his leg over the chair. That's right. Yeah. Because he's a cool guy. He's a cool cat. And because he couldn't <laughs> sit properly. <laughs> oh, he could be gay. Gays don't know how to sit properly. No, so the actor said that the pants didn't allow him to sit. Oh, so, yeah, did, that's pants. why he did that's that. That's my excuse, too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't sit. Sorry, yeah. I don't sit in my pants. Um, so, wait, what did everyone think of Gargoyles? I mean, was was the pacing to your liking, the story? The, I mean, this is very dark. This is one of the, like, yeah. more serious Disney animated cartoons. Yeah, this is one I remember watching, but very much didn't feel connected to. And rewatching, it made sense because it was very serious, very mm-hmm. violent, very uh, slow-paced. And uh, that's kind of how I felt watching it now. But I think I definitely appreciated the animation and the amazing voice acting and just uh, how kind of incredible it was that they put this together in such a tone uh, that was so different from the other cartoons. So that was cool. Yeah. I didn't watch this as a kid because I felt like it was definitely for boys. You know, in the 90s, you were like, this for boys, this for girls. And so I didn't watch it. But um, I was excited to watch it because uh, as a kid, I did. My dad did get me a Gargoyles game, which I yeah. was like, this is for boys. And then I've always regretted saying that because it was really rude of me because he bought it for <laughs> me. But um, so I was excited to watch it and I really enjoyed it. It was intense. It's very different from like slapstick fun adventures of like a ducktales but it's mm. it's more like a it feels more like a movie you're watching a movie and i felt like um the pacing wasn't that slow like it wasn't slow like the ducktales and it wasn't too fast like rescue rangers it was like a perfect pacing where it was telling you the backstory and then also there was a lot of action to it as well i was very mad at the people who were ungrateful for the gargoyles it made me feel mm. bad um, and I was yeah. sad when they killed all the other gargoyles. So it was it was upsetting. I feel like if I watched this as a kid, I'd be upset. Mm-hmm. I it's would very be, upsetting. I yeah. would be curious to go back and watch an episode that's not one of the setup episodes, like one because yeah. they take place present day normally, right? Mm-hmm. So I would be interested in that. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, what I will say in terms of a pilot episode, I think this definitely meets the mark. I think we get a really in de- like truly in-depth story of the Gargoyles, which for a show like Gargoyles and the premise of Gargoyles, they didn't have to go that hard, and they did go that hard. They gave us not one, not two, but five different parts explaining the story of these particular Gargoyles. I'm here for it. It is dark, like what Rachel was saying, and as a kid, I was obsessed because this was at a time when the Batman animated series was out. So, like, the tone was very similar to Batman. Mm-hmm. And I was obsessed with Gargoyles. It was my second favorite Disney animated cartoon during that time. First one being, of course, Darkwing Duck. Uh, but this one was so cool and badass. It's, it was just so great. So, while we're on the topic, let's just rate it. Out of five, delicious cartoon hams 
Oh, yeah. Which Broadway was eating in that pilot <laughs> episode that I went nuts over. How many cartoon hams do you give gargoyles? Mm. Um, I, would, oop. I would give it three. I mean, I am curious to watch more, especially after all the setup, because I feel like mm, there's only so much of the history stuff that can hold my attention for um, something that's, you know, uh, completely just not real. <laughs> um Unless, I don't know if it's, there's any kind of like actual historical stuff going on there. I mean, I take it the gargoyle parts are not real, um, but I could be wrong. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it still felt like just uh, the pacing is just, it, I don't know. It's in, it's interesting for an animated series for it to not be comedic. So I don't know. I would just give it a three. Yeah. Um, I don't think animated series have to be comedic. I don't think so either, but I think that's just like generally what draws me in more. Okay. Yeah. Um, I felt I, I liked this pilot a lot. As I said, I didn't watch it as a kid because I didn't feel like it was for me, but I enjoyed it a lot now and it made me want to watch it. I don't think this is a pilot of a TV show. This is the first act of a movie that they <laughs> split up into five episodes so I'm curious to watch an episode of Gargoyles because what I watched is the beginning of a movie, which I would give five tasty hams to because I felt like it was great and I would want to watch it. But you can't trick me, Disney. This is not an episode of a TV show. <laughs> this is the first part of a movie that you wrote setting up your TV show. So I want to watch the TV show. But Oscar, you did say that this show is not like a like a episodic. It's a um you have to watch it from the beginning yeah it's like a it's like it has a narrative aspect to it okay. so it's not like a standalone show yeah. like rescue rangers you can like what but it, it, you have to watch it in order for it to make sense okay so it uh it would be a challenge to watch because you'd have to watch it all and it's not in my That's head i always point. thought gargoyles was like a procedural type show where the gargoyles are in new york and they have to help something but it seems like it's not um, but yeah, I'll, I still give this five tasty g cartoon hams. And I want, I, this is the one show that I would watch out of Ooh. the three that we watched. The other ones I would throw on in the background. This is one that I would sit down and I would have to pay attention to. <laughs> good point. Good point. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is my favorite one of the day. Like this, this, I saw this like at the perfect age like this spoke to me as a kid it still speaks to me as an adult i think it holds up also this was very similar to a lot of cartoons that i watched during the time the batman animated series was like a pinnacle in animation especially in the 90s and it had similar tones batman and goliath were are similar anti-heroes in that way also I totally get that episodic thing being like why why is it in parts it's very unlike disney to do that but i growing up was used to watching these episodic shows like x-men the animated x-men cartoon for mm. example what had like five six parts from like comic book storylines that they would animate so to me it was just like oh that's just the way that i watched cartoon and this is like the formative years of me watching american television was in episodes like that like breaking up like that so to me it was just felt it felt really cool it's worth watching the five parts. I know it's it's like a movie length, but it's definitely worth it because it's very cool. It's very sophisticated. Um, I don't know. It's definitely for older kids. It's not like for like 10-year-olds. It's for like 12-year-olds. <laughs> you know, difference. so like huge, huge difference. When you're 10 years old and you look at someone that's 12, you're like, that's an that's adult. That's an adult, yeah. yeah. That's mm -hmm. someone who would understand They're a preteen. Yeah. They're exactly they're a preteen. Okay. Um, so with that being said, this is a I think a really splendid work of art. I encourage everyone to watch the whole thing, at least the five episode pilot, I guess. Uh, so this <laughs> is getting five tasty hams and you better believe I'm eating every single one. Mm, tasty. Yum, yum, yum.
Wow. Well, that's it. That, those are all the shows we watched. We did it. I'm. Is there a Disney afternoon cartoon that we haven't seen that you would like to see in the future? Yes. Um. Yeah. I mean, Darkwing Duck, I think, is one that I rewatched when Disney Plus came back, and I feel like it holds up. So I mm. would want to watch Darkwing Duck because I feel yes. like the it's it's fun. Anyway. But yeah, that also, one. And then also, I haven't seen Goof Troop in a while, but I yeah. would really want to see that. Banger of a theme song. Yeah. Oh. Got a key change. Also, I remember loving Tailspin. Um, and then also Gummy Bears, uh, which I have rewatched recently. Uh, and I think it was it was like, all right. But of course, there it's so funny how it kind of changes in your mind but they're still all great and amazing and the voice acting is incredible and it's all kind of the same people throughout mm. all these different shows which is really yeah. neat a lot of jim cummings a lot yes. of jim cummings is all jim cummings was all over the rescue rangers cartoon he voiced like seven thousand characters yeah how about you oscar i'm curious to see the cartoons that i haven't seen like bonkers i i i was oh, a little yeah. too old to watch bonkers so i just never bothered and then Marsupilami is another one that I was like, this is too old. But I, I'm very curious to see those cartoons. Also, I believe the Mighty Ducks were a Disney cartoon yeah. that I never got to watch. But Whoa. as a kid, I always was like, I got to watch Mighty Ducks. And then I just didn't. I watched Street Sharks instead um, and or SWAT Cats. So uh, You're I'm curious to see You're unlocking so many things in my brain right now. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We might do another one of these mini episodes where I we talk. I mean, it's, you yeah. Know, please reach out to us about, and let yeah. us know. This is very fun, and also it's really cool that you all get to decide what we watch. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't think Marsupilani was Disney. Oh, okay. Well, well that's we probably like ABC or something like that. Yeah, it was CBS. Oh, CBS. We'll Ooh, find the CBS vault eventually. Oh, no, it was Disney. There you go. Oh. But it aired on CBS, but it, the production company was Walt Disney Television. I, yes. Okay. I do remember it being like a so, Disney property. Yeah. So I feel like it was Disney, but I don't think it aired on the Disney Channel. Right. I see. Was it like a one of those like Doug? I mean, I guess Doug was Disney. Doug was, well, Nickelodeon, Doug was Nickelodeon. And then and it was then... bought by Disney and made worse. I see. And made worse? Yeah. Yeah, they changed okay. all their outfits. Hot take, hot take, hot take. Unfortunately, wow. Disney. Was Pepper Ann Disney? Pepper Ann was yeah. Disney, and one I love Pepper Ann so much. So yeah, the one Saturday morning cartoons, I actually, that was like Recess. what I really watched. Because, yeah, oh, Recess. Recess. Uh, <gasps> Teacher's Pet? teacher's pet which oh my gosh was really good and had like a movie with it but yeah Ooh. one bonkers? saturday morning was great what was that a one saturday morning bonkers bonkers no bump yeah, in the night the... that's what i'm thinking sorry oh, that it's night. like a claymation guy oh my god am i crazy i do remember bump in the night yes okay i think that was a one saturday morning cartoon one saturday um morning. you listen we could go on and on forever and ever <laughs> about these cartoons but we just don't have the time but if you'd like us to revisit these cartoons just hit us up on instagram let us know and that concludes our episode of this nostalgic episode of inside the disney vault thank you so much for listening i'm oscar i'm claire and i'm rachel oh, bye. bye oh wow oh boy thank you so much for joining us for our disney afternoon episode i have one question <gasps> yes mm-hmm. Which of the three had the best theme song? Oh, um, DuckTales. <gasps> oh. Rescue Rangers, DuckTales. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think in my head. I feel like uh, Chip and Dale gets me more pumped. Mm. Oh, but DuckTales is so good, too. I don't know. What do you all think? Well, Rachel said DuckTales. And I said gargoyles. So Claire, <laughs> what is the gargoyles? <laughs> gargoyles is like it's like it's dramatic like Game music. of Thrones. It's like yeah, it's great. It's amazing. Ooh, you get into the ooh, you get into the vibe right away. You're like, oh, this is gonna yeah. be some dark stuff. The best one but, is gummy bears. That's <laughs> well, the a best. Great one. I, I don't remember the gummy bears theme. Gummy bears. 
You know what? We got to close this nostalgia <laughs> vault right now because we got to continue on the decom <laughs> vault. Push it back in. What? Push it back in. Push back those when memories. We're singing in our next decom because oh. we are covering zombies. Wow. Zombies is a musical? Yeah, it's a musical. Interesting. Yeah. About zombies? A Halloween yeah. film? No, it's not scary. What um year are we in right now? 2018. Oh that my gosh, 2018. Oh my god, insane. they're creeping up on us. It's insane is what it is. Just like zombies, they're ooh. Hey, yeah. that's that zombies aren't like that, okay? That's well, maybe I have yet to You're learn. stereotyping. I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. You know what zombies this can, zombies maybe they can move faster than I thought. That's true. Zombies yeah. is this movie is the color of friendship of the undead. So yeah, we're yeah. about to learn a lot today. It's and Romeo if you want to learn exactly, if you want to learn along with us, you can watch Zombies streaming on Disney Plus. Absolutely. And if you would like to be a part of our Patreon and help us decide on things to watch, if we do do another Disney afternoon type do, do. thing, you can visit us at patreon.com slash inside the Disney vault, get video episodes and uh, be a part of fun stuff. Like yeah. Parties. And if you have a final say on what is the best Disney afternoon theme song, you can tell us at Inside the Disney Vault on Instagram or ITDV podcast on Twitter. Yeah, feel free mm-hmm. to send us a little clip of you singing the song if you mm-hmm. like. Oh, sure. Or another song. Yeah, Whatever heck you like. Yeah. Just send us clips, I guess. <laughs> and you should also be sending us a five star review wherever you listen to your podcasts, whether that be on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. We love that. Well, well you know, I'm. I'm going to put on my undead makeup. Oh my gosh, is that co-opting? <gasps> Oof, I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to co-opt. So, I you know, I'm about to learn up learn today. Not? I'm going to read The Walking Dead. <laughs> no. And I'm going to learn a little bit about zombies. Mhm. Okay. I am going to watch zombies. Yeah. You should watch zombies cuz it really teaches you about zombies so that Good. you're not like stereotyping them about what you've seen in the media before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cuz they're very different, okay? Mm. You're right. Mm. They are. I mean, and also they're depicted very differently in all types of media. Yeah. 28 Days Later is different than Night of the Living Dead, different yeah. than Night of the Creeps. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So, but I'm glad that Zombies is the definitive real life. Yes depiction of zombies so i cannot wait for next week and we'll see you then bye bye, bye. bye.